What's up, everybody? Welcome to the inaugural episode of the D-League Perspective. I am Coach Mitchell Schultze, and I'm joined here by my not-so-better half, Coach Tim Bittner. Coach, what's happening? Hey, not much, man. How you doing this weekend? Good, good. Just uh, was working in my garage all weekend. Uh, how about yourself? Did you catch some basketball? I did. I caught a game on Friday night, uh, Norfolk right. Catholic, uh, Hardy and CC. We have uh, a lot of our D-League boys playing in there, and uh, it ended up being a the barn burner. Uh, yeah. We went overtime and uh, our Matthew Becker. Ice in his veins. Yes. Uh, made two free throws with uh, double zeros on the clock to send the game into overtime. And Did he actually get fouled? I, I, don't, I don't know. My <laughs> goodness, they don't have replay at uh, high school level. Okay. But uh, anyway, he, he had to make two free throws uh, and he earned them to uh, win the game and then went into overtime and uh, he got a steal right off the uh, first or second possession and uh, had a dunk and uh, and they end up uh, he missed a couple at the end though well (laughs) I did see that he made it when it counted that's true yeah I know you're listening Matthew so I'm just trying to keep you humble all right well coach and I are just gonna uh, from time to time bring some uh some podcasts to you guys every couple weeks and, um, you know, just talk about, uh, you know, our program and, and basketball in general and, um, and, uh, some fun stuff, you know, that type of stuff and, and keep, you know, keep people updated on our program during the summer, uh, how we're doing. We'll have all the coaches come on and, and, uh, talk about their teams and some of the players, um, to, to look out for that we love and stuff like that. So, um, but this one today here is uh, we're just going to educate a little bit on uh, our program and um, basically uh, just kind of give a, a lay a story out of uh, how we started and why and kind of why we do what we do that's maybe a little differently and um, you know maybe talk about some goals for the upcoming summer season and uh, we'll talk about our tryouts in a couple of weeks and stuff like that so um no, it's it's listen because it's a very good story on how we got this thing started. Yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. Uh, We're pretty cool. Couple uh, couple of idiots at the time, I thought, and uh, it turned out to uh, well, it's turning out to be a pretty good venture for us, and uh, so. Uh, we're anxious to get started on this, another venture for us, and uh, I'll let uh, the sidekick here tell you how uh, his path. All right, yeah, thanks, Coach. Um, yeah, so we're going to go through, um, you know, kind of where I started, where where Coach Bittner, where Tim started, and, um, you know, to the, the minute we met each other, and uh, I walked in the room, and Tim's life got better, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll start off, uh, so like I said... Uh, my name's uh, Coach Mitchell Schultze, and um, I grew up actually just up the road here in, in Osmond, Tiger Territory, and uh, just uh, just kind of exactly what you would expect out of a small town. Um, you know, there was 
uh, everybody played as many sports as you could because we uh, obviously most of us needed the needed to play just to have numbers and you know so there wasn't that time to sort of devote to one sport um, you know to basketball and, and get kind of you know skill development stuff like that and uh, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong coach but you know 10 12 years ago skill development wasn't as popular or as forefront as it is now? No, it was, it was probably, you know, unheard of. I mean, most basketball players or most great basketball players or even from, from pros to college or, or to the high school level, they made themselves very good players. And they had that work ethic that they wanted to be great. And you, they didn't need skill development because they just worked on their craft every single day or multiple days during a week or whatever. So... Uh, skill development was, you know, is kind of come in the last few years has became something that uh, uh, is more of a, you know, emphasis in in pretty much all sports, not just basketball, right. but yeah. baseball, football, you know, soccer, whatever. There's 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 extra time to train kids, and and that's what you know, kind of what we're looking at at the basketball side of it now. Right. Yeah. So gr growing up in a, you know, a small C2 D1 school, um, there wasn't a lot of, you know, like I said, focus on that. Um, and, and really there wasn't, uh, you know, if you talk about kind of a, an AAU program or, you know, a select program or whatever that I have, I would have had to drive, you know, a few couple, two, three hours to Sioux Falls or Omaha to, to play. Um, and so, you know, that was one thing I, I made a team. It was a lot of travel. It was very expensive at the, even at the time. And my folks said, uh, how about no? And I said, that's fine. I respect that decision now because it, like I said, it was pretty expensive. And, uh, so what, uh, what I was kind of lucky enough to do or to be a part of was I call it, you know, quote unquote, my D league team. Um, and so basically uh, a few of us friends from different schools knew each other. Um, and we said, Hey, let's get a team together. Luckily, a couple of their, their dads were high school coaches. So that obviously helped a little bit. Um, but, uh, that was a lot of fun. It brought, you know, a couple, I think we had maybe 10 guys on the squad and it brought us, you know, together going into our, our senior year. And, um, we, uh, we had the opportunity, went to, I think maybe just one tournament, maybe it was two, but I don't think we lost. It wasn't even, we didn't even play anybody worth it wasn't even close so um shout out adam olson uh grant rutledge ben klein um really some some really good players at the time in, in northeast nebraska and so um I, that's kind of why i feel like what we do is special um i didn't necessarily have that opportunity to do it you know as in depth as we do it so from there i uh went to uh morningside college in sioux city iowa and and played for four years um, that was kind of when I ran into um, my first dose, I guess, if you will, of skill development. And whether it was two or three times a week, um, you know, it was just, hey, let's go get up shots. Uh, let's work on, you know, the specifics. It was just kind of a, an eye-opener for me because, like I said, it wasn't something that I even really was knowledgeable about going into college. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is college, okay. And uh, I was a terrible shooter in college in high school still um, are <laughs> tremendously increased uh my shooting percentage and uh in fact one year i believe i had the highest shooting percentage on the team i'll have to find the plaque there's a plaque for that yeah i'd love to see that plaque uh, mom you got that plaque for me i'd love to see that plaque <laughs> 
but yeah, so that's kind of, uh, uh, you know, where I, like I said, I, I learned a little bit about it and what was going on. And so, yeah, from there, I, uh, I moved back to Norfolk and uh, married my wife, Amanda, who is the uh, head volleyball coach at, at Northeast uh, Community College here in town, Go Hawks. It's a lot better coach. Yep. No doubt about it. And um, less technicals, too. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we have, have a couple of baby girls that uh, volleyball is going to be a part of my life for a long, long time, I feel like. So um, every time I ask my daughters if they want to play basketball, they both say no. So um, we'll work on it. But, um, but yeah, I, I, uh, from there I started coaching um, for Norfolk Junior High. Uh, with Coach Bittner, and the first time I met Coach, I'll never forget it. I walked into it's kind of their small gym at Norfolk High, and I walk in the room, and and there's oh I don't know, there's probably you probably don't even remember this, Coach. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't. Um, but there's probably I don't know, maybe ten ten kids there, maybe not even, but um, and I legitimately thought that Norfolk uh, Norfolk High had their own skill trainer. I'm like, oh wow, this is what Class A is all about. Um, if I wish you guys were here, you could see coach Bittner's head getting bigger with that <laughs> comment, <laughs> but yeah. So I was like, wow, this is really cool. You know, I definitely something I want to be a part of. I got to know coach real well. We coached together for two, three years doing that. Um, you know, before we decided, Hey, let's, let's, uh, maybe branch out. And we, we didn't, I don't know that we felt it was a demand or a need or anything for Northeast Nebraska to have a program, but you know, what we thought was, uh, there's a lot of kids in, in a, you know, 60 mile radius within an hour, um, or so of Norfolk that, that could benefit from some of the stuff that we're doing. So that's kind of where, uh, where I'm going to hand it off to coach Bittner here and let him talk about kind of how he got into what he's doing, um, and that type of stuff. And, uh, um, we'll go from there. So here you go, coach. All right. Thanks, Mitchell. Uh, appreciate it. There's a few faults in there when he's talking about himself, but, uh, all in all, he's a, he's a pretty good dude. Uh, I will, uh, say this when, uh, when, uh, I first met Mitchell, uh, coach Reese from Norfolk high brought him in and, uh, and, and granted, he played at Morningside and and so on and so forth. And but when you get into coaching, it's a whole different uh, it's a whole different beast. And uh, the look of fear in his eye, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, it was something to to just treasure. And I always hold that in my back pocket because uh, <laughs> there was a, there was a look of fear in his eyes. And, As you should. And but but all in all, Mitchell's a Mitchell's a really good dude, and and we had a we had a blast coaching for I don't know two or three years coaching uh, club ball at Norfolk High, and and um, the first year Mitchell coached a B team and yeah. getting his feet wet, and um, but he was a sponge, and and that's what it's all about is just is just being a sponge no matter if you're a high school coach or college or whatever it is you're 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 just a sponge and and that's kind of what I am and and how I got started and you know I'm I'm old enough to be Mitchell's dad so there's quite an age difference between us so you know is there some differences and some disagreements and yeah there is and he's kind of the young I won't even say stud because that's kind of no. A, you can say he's done. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he's kind of the young buck. How's that? And uh, we'll go with that. He, uh, we, we kind of uh, 
we're kind of a good team on that part of it is that he's he's kind of the social media king and and has some young ideas and and kind of keeps me young at the same time and and I feel that uh just taught him what Snapchat is here about well, a month ago. Thank you. But I still don't know how to run it. <laughs> but uh and and then uh there's times when I need to bring him back down to uh to my side of it and and uh and so I think it works really well. But uh a little bit of background on myself is that I started I played high school basketball. I never got the opportunity to play college basketball. I have really bad knees. Really bad. <laughs> yeah, they were really bad. So Two new knees, though. No. My opportunities at, for basketball, I, I played high school basketball. And I played back in uh, Cedar Rapids, Nebraska, which is in Boone County. Uh, now it's uh, consolidated with uh, Spalding, uh, Spalding High, I believe, and they're a Riverside. And so in my, in my uh, time playing... Uh, I, I've always think you're impacted by certain people in your life, and uh, my high school coach was Rick Peters, and who is now the AD at uh, St. Paul, and uh, so he was my high he was my high school coach, my one and only high school coach, and I had a, uh, a coach growing up. His name was uh, Jim Martison, who uh, started us playing when we were like fourth and fifth graders. Who you know just was an amazing guy, and so I owe my basketball roots to uh, Jim Martison and, uh, and then Rick Peters. But uh, and and Mitchell, you've got to meet him. We went down and we did a uh, Saturday camp down there, and that was a lot of fun. And and, uh, and yeah, you stuck me with fifth grade girls. <laughs> well, that's what happens. But uh, just kidding. And, and Rick ended up going to St. Paul after Cedar Rapids, and I believe he won a couple state titles down there. And right. And uh, guy had a super passion for the game, but uh, just loved that guy, and he will always uh, mean the world to me. And I get to see him once in a while at uh, Boys State basketball tournament. Uh, you know, he still goes down, and uh, we still get together once in a while. But oh, thanks so, for introducing me, Coach. Well, my bad. <laughs> but uh, so from there, then uh, basketball's always been, you know, a passion of mine, and passion's a huge word. And so sometimes I don't like it, sometimes I do. But uh, so I, but basketball is a passion to me. So uh, it's always been a, a part of me. So I. I've got three kids. I have a daughter and uh, two boys, and and so I started coaching uh, club ball with my daughter when she was uh, probably uh, a fourth grader or fifth grader, and put a team together as a dad. And and uh, but fundamentals were always big to me, and and uh, played club ball with with girls for three or four years, and then my my boys got to be old enough, and and started with them, and and uh, and so on and so forth, and and then I got involved uh, got involved with my. Uh, with my boys then, and then uh, once shout they, out JB. Once they got out of junior high, then I I got out of it for a couple of years, but I really missed teaching teaching the teaching the game, and and uh, so I got back into it after a couple of years, and my boys were in high school, and and so I got back into it with our Norfolk High Club program, and and uh, coached a few years, and but I really. I really felt there was a need for me to learn more about the game. And uh, before I decided to go, I looked online because I was a basketball you know, junkie at the time and, and looked online for basketball drills, looking for this. And I ran across the guy's name by the name of Gannon Baker and uh, found out that he was doing a coaching clinic out in Las Vegas. And at this time, I'm probably, I don't know, 40 years old and never been to Vegas before and, and looking, it's going to cost me a thousand dollars to go out. But I really, whatever inspired me, I bought a plane ticket and paid for the $800 coaching course, decided to go to Vegas. And 
it was advertised as three days of intense tense uh, training and teaching and and so I said what the heck uh, so I made the leap and uh, and flew to Vegas and and uh, attended this clinic and when I walked out of the clinic I felt like I didn't know anything about basketball because it was so overwhelming and uh, but I had this when I walked out of there I had this this sense of I can change people's lives and so uh, long story short uh, the following year he had another coaching clinic out there I went back again and uh, was a complete sponge. And uh, how many coaches? There was probably there 40, 40 coaches out there from okay. di- to Division three to high school, you know, championship coaches to maybe some assistant, you know, D two coaches. Uh, and it was just a it was just an interesting, uh, you know, life changing event for me. And uh, and that was year two. And I walked out of there. And and the first people I you know I came back. It's like you know I can change people's lives and. And uh, the first people I trained probably was like an eighth grader, and then my uh, my uh, brother's uh, daughter, which been my niece. We just trained them like not too far from where we are right now on a uh, basketball court, cement floor. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, it was a it's like I can do this, I can do this. But so going forth from there, then I still was involved in the program, wanted to give back. Uh, at that time, there was a, a very good class of Norfolk High kids uh, that were like sixth graders, seventh graders. Got involved with them, ran a summer team with, uh, in fact, with a couple of our, well, a couple of our coaches now. And uh, when they were sixth graders, shout out Tyson and Kobe Slaughter. Kobe. We had a travel team back in sixth grade. Uh, a couple dads put a team together. Uh, Kent Larson and Kent McCallum. And uh, the boys were uh, Travis Larson and uh, Lane McCallum. Travis uh, jumps a high jump at USD right now, Vermilion, and Lane is uh, playing football at University of Nebraska. So uh, there was uh, that summer team of uh, Lane McCallum, Travis Larson, Tyson Bielitz, Logan Norhues, uh, Logan Strom, Stephen Hillis. It's uh, a good squad, man. Yeah, and uh, Christian Eisenhower, I believe, was on that team from Norfolk High. And I apologize if I'm leaving anybody out. Uh, but it was a very good team. That then they were like sixth graders going into their seventh grade year, and and their dads asked me to to help them coach. And so we went to a few tournaments, and uh, these boys were really good, fun to coach, and and you know I fell in love with uh, summer basketball. And those guys left a, you know, gave me a passion to wanting to give back. And so from there, we, you know, that's when Mitchell came into the picture the following year and, and uh, we started coaching winter ball and, and uh, I got more involved in the skill development part of it. Went from there. So from Gannon Baker, then I went to, I, I just kept thinking I needed to keep educating myself. And uh, so I went to a guy by the name of Drew Hanlon from Pure Sweat Basketball after that. Uh, the next year I went to a guy by the name of Mike Lee out in Chicago. That was a fun trip. I left on a Friday night, flew out of, flew out of Omaha, got into Chicago, took a $40 cab ride to somewhere in Chicago and walked to the clinic the next day and, uh, went to a clinic all day and flew back on Saturday night. And I was back in my house, uh, Saturday night, like at eight o'clock. So that was another clinic. But about two years later, then I got to, uh, 
place I really like now is uh, Impact Basketball, and uh, uh, I've been out to Vegas for two or three years now. Took Mitchell out there last September to show him what they're all about, and uh, just love what they do with uh, with uh, with the side of uh, developing uh, basketball players all the way from uh, you know fifth and sixth graders through uh, NBA uh, NBA guys, and so uh, I'm just continually uh, learning the game and being a sponge and hopefully uh, of, uh, you know, giving it back to uh, the youth in our part of the state and, and for that matter, the whole state of Nebraska. So that's kind of where I'm, what I'm all about, but uh, I'll let Mitchell get back into this now and, uh, and uh, kind of tell him how we uh, started this uh, whole vent adventure. Yeah, that's good stuff, coach. That's really good stuff. Uh, not a lot of guys are as passionate as you are, and that's one of the things that I admire about you is not even a passion for basketball as myself, a lot of our coaches, a lot of people in general have your passion for skill development, the fine-tuned things. Like we'll be running drills and you say, hey, he needs to do this and this. I'm like, what is going on? And then I realize what you're – Saying I'm better now, and I think you could even admit that. You're but, a lot better now. But uh, a long but way to go. But. It's taken five, six, seven years to get there. But um, but yeah, I, I do admire that coach, and you do a fantastic job in that department. But yeah, so that kind of brings us to it was a s snowy morning, Saturday morning. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. And. I came over to your place and, you know, we just thought, hey, let's, can we do this? Can we run a summer deal with area kids, keep it, you know, affordable, keep it local, keep it relatively easy as far as the tournaments and games go, but focus on skill development. And so it I easily took us four hours. A long time, a long time. <laughs> to get the nerve to just say, hey, really it was probably just to get the confidence to go, hey, let's get our name out there to, I don't know if it's 40 or 50 co high school coaches because that's, that's ultimately the how we started and how we wanted to start, I think, is um, approach high school coaches uh, and kind of go that route. We didn't want to go around high school coaches um, we wanted to be, you know, I guess, quote unquote, partners with yeah, high school coaches. Because you need, you need to have your, we, we needed to get our high school coaches on board right. with what we do because right. uh, that, that is the main thing is that, uh, is, and, and we still probably fight this to a certain extent, is that, you know, we're all coaches. And, and as a coach, you, you know, you, we're pretty, we're pretty set in the things that we do. Right. And, right. uh, but the part where, where we come from is, and, and hopefully, you know, as time goes on is like you said, is, is skill development was, is starting to become more of a, a thing for high school players is that we're not here to hurt your program. We're here to make your, your, your players better. So in turn, when you get them back in the fall, 
you can work on your sets. You can work on your, you, you can work on, you can get them shooting in the gym where you don't have to work on the fundamentals of, of passing and dribbling and, and, the, and the footwork. And so right, right. that was, that was, that's always been a big thing for us. And, and that's kind of what we're going forward here. And what we, why we started this is to, is to make kids more fundamental. So when you get them back in the fall, you can do you can things. focus on yeah. set plays, you know, to get you a three or whatever, yes. or get you a drive to the bucket. Yeah, I, I just feel like, uh, and kind of back to how we started, you know, that was that was we wanted to do it the right way. We didn't we didn't want to go, like I said before, you know, around coaches or or anything like that. And so that's literally the only, I guess, notice that we sent out about tryouts. Yep, I, if I remember right, but. Um, we, we sent it to, like I said, probably 45, 50 schools within an hour radius in Norfolk. We fell, we've, and we coached in some, you know, some summer tournaments, uh, previous the, years, yes. the year before, two years before. Um, and, and so we knew a little bit of that layout, what it's like. And so we were pretty familiar with that scene. We felt there was somewhat of a need to have that in Norfolk or Northeast Nebraska. True. And, and, and my thought always was that one, maybe two really, really super good players at each school around Northeast Nebraska. And whether those kids were good enough to play, you know, with the premier programs at the time, Nebraska Bison or OSA or, or, you know, whatever you have. But I, we also always thought there were five or six players from each school who really wanted to play in July, but there was no place for them to play. There wasn't a team for them to play. There wasn't a tryout that they could go play unless you were a top-tier player. So uh, with that in mind, we, we always, you know, the game of basketball is, 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 is a game that will never go away. With that in mind, we decided to, to go forward with this with a little apprehension of how is it going to work. Are people going to laugh at us? <laughs> is anybody going to show up? Yeah, to is the anybody going to show up? I mean, we're going to have five kids show up and. and we had to tell them no because what if somebody fouls out? <laughs> but no, you, you actually bring me to a good point, too, coach, kind of on what we were trying to do, as uh, you said, in July. And so a, a lot of high school programs um, go to team camps and summer leagues and different opportunities like that for the kids. But the kids that are really passionate and want to get better almost need to be playing in July. Mm -hmm. And I say that with a little apprehension. If you want to play college, if you want basketball to be your thing, you can't drop the ball in July. No. Figuratively. Absolutely not. You know, you have to be, you know, whether you're working on football or whatever, you almost have to always be doing some sort of a basketball work. True. If, If the... Like I said, if you want that to be true, your deal. And my philosophy, and this is just my philosophy on on the game of basketball, is you can get better in football by lifting weights, getting stronger and bigger, and and that will do you good in football and and in soccer and so forth. And but in the game of basketball, there's a, I think there's so many more skills, you know, and shooting being probably the number one skill that you need to work on, and uh, you need to keep getting shots up in the summer. And there again, that's our focus is in the month of July, we get you playing the kids that might not be playing because they couldn't make a premier team. Right. Uh, right. We get you 
extra reps with footwork and passing and, and shots and and just playing with teammates and playing with different teammates. And I think it's a it's an awesome venue that we have. Yeah. And so ultimately we sat there and decided to click send. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and it, and it obviously the story goes from there. But a couple of the things, you know, that we focused on, I want to kind of reiterate or hit on. We get, this is kind of a, a funny thing to me, but we get, I get this a lot is what's D-League stand for? I have a lot of jokes for that, but it's obviously development. Yes. Yes, it's development. Uh, it was funny because we were having lunch. Uh, I don't know if you remember this or not, Coach. I got a, my memory is a sponge. I remember everything. We had Big Red. Yeah, Big okay. Red. Yeah. And I guarantee you Coach Bittner was complaining because he didn't get it, uh, enough fries. <clears throat> so it's just a normal routine. We Very true. To eat anywhere. But, yeah, so I'm going – I mean, what do we call ourselves? The Norfolk – thunder the and of course he says the lakers that'd be cool uh no he and i'll give all the all the credit coach bittner came up with d-league awesome and, and i can tell you where i came up from that is at that time there was uh the nba d-league right which was the nba development league. league right and now it has it's right. been sold to uh, gatorade so now it's the nba g league but i guess if there's copyright rules or whatever but it stands for Development League, and I think we run a pretty good one. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, that was that was uh, that's easy. Uh, I I said Thunder. Coach probably said Lakers, just in more of a joking <laughs> matter because sometimes there's the names are just ridiculous that they we are. run into. They are the Jazz and all this stuff. But anyway, so and it's funny. Last summer, a sitting. Uh, on one of our benches it wasn't one of my teams so I was just kind of hanging out and the team right behind us was like why would anyone name themselves the D League that's like why wouldn't they name it the A League (laughs) high school kids man (laughs) high school kids anyways yeah so that kind of brings us to our first tryout and we held it at Northeast Community College we had I want to say it was 47 kids to be exact, but let's say 45, 50 kids. Our goal, I tell everybody that I talk to um, about what what I do in the summer. I get asked if I golf a lot. Um, I say, no, I, I coach basketball. It's because you're not very good at golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good. No arguments. I can't say anything. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I'm yeah, we have a, an AU program. We have 12 teams, you know, hope to have maybe 16 this year. And, and, um, I always say we started off hoping to get two teams, one for Tim to coach, one for I to coach, uh, age group, um, didn't really matter to us. I think we invited eighth through juniors, um, at the time. Uh, I want to say we had 10 eighth graders try out. Maybe a, eh, we might have more. We might have 12. Probably, yeah. Uh, we took 10 of them. Um, but moral of the story, we were able to have three teams. Um, we had a junior team that was, uh, was made up of um, what we thought was maybe our best players, basically our top eight. Is what, is what we went with. Because I know we had some younger kids that played up. Coach, coached that team. Um, I coached uh, a freshman, sophomore kind of combo team. 
Um, we had 10 kids on that team. And then we had 10 eighth graders. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out Brady Lowman, coached our first eighth grade team. Um, Brady is a Hastings College, I think. All-American, two, two years All-American. Two-time. Two-time All-American. Played North Fork High. He's a legend. Legend. But, yeah, Brady was a great asset to have. I mean, to get the knowledge of somebody who's such an elite player. Um, I don't even like saying that about him. <laughs> but, no, he, he's a great guy. We were lucky to get him for a year. Um, I know he's back at Hastings College right now. Well, guess who got to coach him at the fourth grade level? Probably you. You got it. <laughs> uh, he was probably good then. He too. was really good then at fourth grade. <laughs> he played up a year all the time. So, No, he, he was awesome. We were lucky to have him as our third guy. But really, if we look at the, the teams that we had, granted, so our first year, the the talent-wise, we had a lot of good players. We had some really good players on your team, Coach, that could – couple that could shoot a lot we had a really good post and the talent level was definitely there I think what we quickly found out was that these kids weren't as skilled as Very some true. of the kids that we were playing we won a few games we probably lost more uh, that first year our goal is of course to win when we go play but our ultimate goal is to develop and help players get better and as we go throughout the years, the kids that played with us um, that first year have gotten so much better that we've been able to see. True. That brings us, you know, that second year, Coach, your team, I think only lost one game. One game, yes. And, you know, we played in the MAYB circuit. Was it less than four you lost by? Lincoln Supreme in Omaha. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, disclosure. Coach Bittner came up. He says it's three. He says it's three. Uh, Coach Bittner comes up with, uh, uh, if you lose by three points or less, that's on the coach. I thought it was four, but. It's three. It's three. That's one, my philosophy. One possession. One possession. So, I, I'm assuming some high school coaches might agree. I think they probably will. They might agree. If you get a game to three points. We're going to ask every coach. I would, like to add, I, would like to, I would like to do a question on that. We will. A little poll. Because I'm thinking every coach would maybe have. I, and I don't disagree with it. I just hate losing by three. Because, every because then I know I'm going to hear it from you. That's because every coach, every coach blames themselves anyway. Right. I mean, right. they always look back and they, can, they second guess themselves. So, but I'm right. just saying, I just right. threw that out there. Every if, if it's within three, three or less, it's on the coach, and if it's more, then it's on the players. Yeah, right. yeah. I like I mean, that. I like that. Don't be so soft. I like. You're a millennial, <laughs> Charmin. <laughs> we'll get into Charmin later. So, but yeah, coach had um, you know a really good squad. Um, I think we had five teams total that second year. And about right around 80 kids try out. I can't remember if that was at Northeast or in Madison. I think that was the, the second year was at Northeast also. Was it at yes. North, Okay. Yep. So we had that at Northeast. And tryouts is so hard. It's, it's the toughest thing we have to do. Um, and we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks here, kind of building up to our tryout. But, but yeah, that second year was better. We had some kids. Obviously, a lot of the kids that played for us the first year uh, played for us the second year. We could see the the improvements um, pretty quickly. I think. True. And so it was it was good. It was fun, um, but we knew that we wanted to keep growing. And I think we saw some success with your team that year, coach. And we're going. 
hey, we need to get these uh, kids at a younger age to help develop, 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 and then look at our team. So we're always obviously looking forward. But yeah, yes. And then uh, with that being said, it's a great point, is the quicker that uh, we can get our hands on kids, uh, the quicker we can get them in at 7th grade and 8th grade and, and start developing these kids. And then if we can, you know, we're, if we're fortunate enough to keep them in our program – going forward from freshman, sophomore through junior, we just feel we have more of an impact on kids to uh, keep making them better. And and like Mitchell's is put his finger on is that it's word of mouth is always is always the best advertising you can get. And so when a when a kid or when parents have have something successful happen, you know, more for the kids, but it's also the parents are the ones always paying the paying the tab for high school for high school uh, extracurriculars absolutely is that uh, when they can have a great experience uh, they tell 10 people you know and right. when they have a bad experience they're going to tell 20 we feel you know from our from our first year to our second year was huge and then from our second year to our third year was you know was really tremendous on the kids we got to try out right and uh, if you want to talk about our fourth year uh yeah, I'll let so you, uh, you go our, into that. Our third year, I'll just hit on quick, and then we'll get into last summer for a little bit. But our third year, I think we had around 110 kids try out at Madison High, Madtown Hoops, and uh, we had eight teams, um, which was really cool, just to see kind of the growth and how many kids we were able to impact that summer. And then last year was um, we. We make a lot of decisions, Coach, with a prayer <laughs> that it's going to work out. And so uh, we, you know, we had, I, I want to say 140-ish, 150 kids at tryouts for Norfolk. Yes. And we had eight teams, which is essentially two teams every division, um, a black and a white team, whatever you want to call it. And we were just really, I was, I'm always just shocked with how many kids there are. I think we had 43 eighth graders try out and we're trying to pick 18 of them. Yes. We had 36 freshmen and we only had one freshman team had to pick nine of those kids. So it's so tough. Um, it was a lot, a lot of good players, a lot of great kids, we saw, okay, this is our fourth year. It's really starting to take off. We probably could add more teams if we wanted to. What we ended up deciding to do with a few connection that, connections that you have made in the Fremont uh, part of the world is, hey, let's see if we can make this happen in Fremont. It was nerve-wracking. We tried out, what, about a month later month, probably? Yeah, about a month later, yeah. Three, three weeks at least probably. And so we thought, hey, let's let's see if we can we can get this pony going down there. And so we ended up having about 45, 47 kids at the tryout. Um, we were able to have four teams, so it worked out well. I think there is a tremendous amount of resemblance with your first team in Norfolk. Yeah. With the, Hag with the Hagman twins and Logan Goberson and those boys and the team in Fremont this past summer. Yes, very true. And, and go I'll, ahead. I'll go off of that is, uh, 
is uh, back to last year we had 140 kids try out and only had 18s is is uh, we would like to keep everybody right and hundred percent uh, and, uh, and and granted through the years we've had to add some uh, some coaches you know to help us along and uh, and whether this is good or bad is that uh, we will and uh, so it's not we try we will get coaches who believe in what we're doing yeah. who want to do this the right way want to make themselves better as a coach but also want to make kids better because that's the bottom line here and so if we can't get coaches to to get on board with what we're doing you know we're not going to put a team out there and and put your your son with a with a coach who's who's not in it for your son, and so uh, committed, committed, yeah. yeah. And so we got a great we got a great group of coaches. Uh, we're probably going to add a few more in the Fremont area this year, and hoping to get you know, you know, double the tryouts down there. Yeah, and uh, and believe me, we're going to have some great young coaches, and and well, I'm coaching, so it's not young, but uh, <laughs> average uh, age just went way up, <laughs> but. Uh, but the passion level that that we both have to uh, to make kids better and to develop some awesome relationships with uh, you know with with the boys first and then the parents and yeah, like Coach said, I'm I'm ex- super excited to see how Fremont goes this this year. Um, I know there is so much talent down that way, and we're hoping that we maybe attract a couple. Um, uh, other school well more than a couple a lot of other schools um, in that area to bring you know more and more talent and so that tryout I'm really looking forward to and I, and I also want to say is last year in Fremont would not have been possible without you know coach Williams from Fremont High Absolutely. and coach Menard from uh, yeah. Fremont Bergen right uh, because those guys have been you know amazing as far as for you know, getting us gym time for practices and, you know, support and, in general and sending us players to try out. And so it's been great support from those two, you know, fine coaches uh, to get on, you know, board with what we're, uh, we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They've been such a, such a help. I mean, when you get, there's only two schools in Fremont, right? Yes. High school. Yep. So when you get both high school coaches um, on your side, really the, can support what you do um that just is so much help and we thank you guys uh i know you're listening so we appreciate you but yeah going into our fifth summer this year uh super excited about some of the teams that we can get together put together um you know we a lot of the talent we have in the program or have had in the program, you know, there's maybe some missing pieces out there. Uh, we'd love to see you March 23rd in Norfolk <laughs> uh, and 24th in Fremont. But, uh, but yeah, we're looking, we're looking forward to just having competitive teams and, you know, trying to help develop and make a relationship with as many kids as we could. I think the coolest thing last year, coach, is that I think it's right on the nose, 110 kids were in our program. When you look at it that way, <laughs> brings a tear to my eye. But no, it's, it's re- that's the coolest thing. I mean, 110 kids, we were able to hopefully positively impact. You know, it's just really cool. 
And well, going off of that is 110 kids in our program five years ago. That was probably 110 kids that wouldn't have been playing basketball in July. Absolutely. Wouldn't have been getting those reps. Absolutely. And so, you know, we hope to grow that by another 40, 40 kids in the Fremont area this year. Right. And uh, so I, you know, and I've talked to you about this when we first, uh, our first tryout, maybe our second tryout was, uh, is that when we do a tryout, it's not so much anymore in the Norfolk area because we've been established here for, well, this will be going on our fifth year. In the Fremont area, you know, we always invite our you know, all the area coaches to come watch tryouts. If you want to help pick teams and fight for your kids, you're, you're just give us a call. You're welcome. We'll put a, we'll put a clipboard and a, a piece of paper in your hand. And, and I, we want you to fight for your kids to, to play. But in that being said is that I've told Mitchell, this is that, you know, the first couple of years, it's not, yeah, the kids are trying out, but we also give you a taste at, uh, that, yeah, that we as coaches are kind of trying out for you kids too. We're trying, we're giving you a taste of, of how intense it might be, at our our skill development sessions and our team practices. So we always uh, touch on this at the parents players meeting is, uh, is that you're always being watched, and yeah. as a player, as a parent, as a coach, as a daughter, you know, as a son. No matter where you are, you're always being watched, and uh, I try to feel that way, and I want our players to feel that way. I want our parents to feel that way. We're always trying to make ourselves better, and we're always trying to make our kids better. Absolutely, Coach. Some great points right there. All right, Coach. Uh, so to kind of wind down our inaugural episode of the D-League Perspective, we've got just a couple. Uh, we picked four kind of local sub-districts we find intriguing, I guess, if you will. And keep in mind, today is February 17th, so we have no idea who won these. We're just going to give a little bit of rundown on what we think might happen, and we'll keep a running total, $100 to the loser. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, I'll I'll go first, Mitch. All right, Coach. I'm going with... uh... The C-17 at Norfolk High. I mean, we've got Norfolk Catholic, O'Neill, Pierce, Wayne, Winnebago. It's wide um, open. That, wide open. It's That's wide open. You know, I've watched Norfolk Catholic play a couple times this this year. I think uh, Coach Manzer's got those guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bought in. Yeah. And they're, they've improved a heck of a lot. And, uh, you know, they, they took CC to overtime and, and just as well could have won that game. Right. But uh, I also, you know – Norfolk Catholic, you know, could be a dark horse coming out of that one as well as they're playing. And, and, uh, and Wayne is, is got a lot of nice talent there. Uh, haven't seen Winnebago play yet this year. And, and, uh, but Pierce, you know, Pierce won the mid States and, uh, yeah. they have a Larson boy who's, uh, I believe he's a junior this year who, uh, you know, can shoot lights out and he moves really well. Big uh, time shot in the mid state championship. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, for my pick coming out of there, I've, I've got to go to Pierce. I, I love Coach Emery, how he coaches defense. Those boys play hard every game. They've been in every game this year. So, Coach uh, got the boys going. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm taking Pierce out, of, Pierce out of there. So I like that. That's so a good pick. What's, your, what's yours? Yeah, the C26 at Norfolk Catholic. We got Howells Dodge, Lutheran High Northeast, 
Stanton, Coach Stoddard, I see you out there, uh, Wakefield, and Wisner Pilger. I, we just went and watched Howell's Dodge play the Wakefield Mighty Trojans down at Howell's, what, about a week ago, maybe, two yeah. weeks ago. And this is a great game. It's a very good game. Super physical. Uh, a couple big shots. A couple shots that didn't fall for the Jaguars. Ultimately, Lutheran High has a good squad. They're pretty talented. Um, but ultimately, I see Howells coming out of that sub-district right there. If they have to play Wakefield again, I see Howells winning a close one. Wow, that's a big pick. Yeah, I'm a little biased because my wife's from Wakefield, so I don't want to pick them. <laughs> just kidding. No, I just, I'm a little biased because I, I coached a couple really stud freshmen from Howells. Um, and RJ missed like three or four bunnies in that game that he normally doesn't miss. I, I want to see that game. If they play again, that's going to be a great game. And I, I got the Jaguars coming out on top All right. to play to go to Lincoln. What do you got, Coach? What's your second pick? All right, my second second uh, sub-district that, uh, that I'm going with is uh, C28 out of O'Neill. And we have Ainsworth, Battle Creek, uh, Creighton, and Neely Oakdale. Okay. And uh, I, uh, Ainsworth is pretty salty. And so, obviously, they're on the one side of the bracket. They're playing Creighton, so they will win that one. And then we got uh, Battle Creek playing Neely Oakdale. Uh, That's going to be a battle, Coach. It is. And then uh, towards a, a couple weeks, it was a week ago, Neely Oakdale came in and, and put it to Battle Creek. And then two days later, Battle Creek uh, ended up having a nice win at uh, against Hardy and CC. Uh, Battle Creek's got some nice kids. Uh, Coach does a good job with them. They don't have a senior on their roster. You know, I'm I'm going Battle Creek out of the Braves. I'm going Battle Creek out of that that first round game, and then uh, okay, and then uh, that's bold. We'll see. We'll see when it comes to Ainsworth and 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 BC in the in the sub district final. But uh, and that one can go either way. Ultimately, I'm thinking Ainsworth is going to get it in the in the end. But, yeah, uh, yeah. It, what's your last one, Coach? All right, Coach. I have, in my opinion, one of the toughest sub-districts in the state. Sub-district C27 at Wayne High School. We've got Laurel, Concord, Coleridge, Isaac, Noah, and the boys versus Crofton. Probably going to be a quick one, unless my boy Roy can make about 14 threes. But Laurel is, so they're good, they're talented, they can shoot. I see them playing Hardington Cedar Catholic in the sub-district championship. I see Cedar getting by Ponca, which will be a tough game for them. Very tough. Very they beat tough. them here a couple, two, three weeks ago uh, by maybe it was even a month ago, but by a few, maybe ten. I see them getting them again. I see uh, a Laurel-Hardington CC championship game i'm going with the trojans seriously yeah that is a bold statement <laughs> right there that's a bold i know i know i know but that, here my prediction though is both of them will be at state both of them will play for substate I, yes okay. i think i think matthew becker will will have a big game he's a gamer he plays big in big moments and he'll have a big game or a big shot 
big dunk, something. And Laurel will get a wild card and will win, and we'll see both of them in Lincoln. That's wow. my prediction. Wow. You're picking against Noah and Isaac. and I don't necessarily like it. I just have a feeling. Wow. I got a feeling. I hope they never talk to you again. It's, no, they love me. That's, bit, that's big. But CC's <laughs> got a lot of nice pieces. I love nice you, pieces. Isaac. I love you, Noah, and everybody else from Laurel. <laughs> No, that's what I see. We'll see you in Lincoln, though. We'll see all you, both you squads in Lincoln. That's my that's my prediction. So, all right, coach, that pretty much wraps it up, man. Yeah, thanks for. for uh, I will let you guys know this is all uh, Mitchell's idea, and obviously he's he's uh, he's the social media king, Twitter king, Facebook king. Uh, Bow down. <laughs> he is the email king. Uh, so, but this was, uh, this was fun. We'll see how this turns out. Uh, it, uh, it was, it was nice. And so I hope you guys like it and, uh, don't, don't hate me for predictions. It's just a prediction and, uh, he's going to be wrong probably. All right. Well, we appreciate, uh, all of our listeners spread the word. Um, like I said, we'll have, uh, coach Craven, um, Tyler Craven, who helped us big time in Fremont last year to kind of get us started. Um, shout out to him, by the way. Yesterday was his probably 22nd. I don't know how old he is. Yeah, probably 22nd. 22nd birthday. We'll go with that. His 22nd birthday, senior night. He plays – he's a Midland Warrior. He play, He's played basketball for four years there. Senior night, comes out. Scores 25, career high, I believe, Yeah, on his birthday. So, shout out, homie. That's a big-time uh, big time moment. And I asked him to make a couple threes for me. But but if you've seen his shot, it's a lot like Mitchell's. So, uh, <laughs> it goes in, baby. <laughs> but, no, shout out, Coach. Uh, we got Coach at Big Krill coming on the pod. I'm sure Coach Gade will be on. He can talk for hours. Um we're going to interview Coach Schultz once he's done coaching the Tigers up in Osmond. Once he's done, he can focus on something else and all the other boys. So um, shout out again to all of our listeners. Spread the word. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Our hope is to uh, give a rundown of state basketball on what we, again, predictions. Um, we're going to have a big contest. Who wins, Schultz here, Tim? We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about why we're passionate about skill training, uh, our experience in Vegas. I think we'll talk about that from time to time. Big Shaq. And we met Shaq. We'll, we'll get there. A little teaser. And, um, you know, some of the stuff that we do. So uh, as we go throughout the summer, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll be, we might even have some, some of our players on and just chat with them. Um, a couple of them still got to decide where they want to play college ball. So we'll see if we can get them on the phone and see where they're going. But um, any last send-off words, Coach? No, thanks for listening. Uh, looking forward to the postseason run with uh, state basketball, uh, girls and boys, Big Ten tournaments, uh, conference tournaments, uh, NCA Final Four. I'm sure we'll we'll uh, we'll have disagreements on all that kind of stuff. But uh, <laughs> we'll give we'll give predictions on that too oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and I'll be more accurate. You realize tryouts is the opening weekend of March Madness. That's going to be awesome. Talk about madness. That's Let's be go. awesome. Let's kids all be, be fired up, wanting to get in the Absolutely. gym for a couple hours and try out. It's going to be Let's good. Go. Stuff. Good Let's stuff. go. Let's go, boys. All right. Well, hey, again, appreciate you listening. D League. Out.